good morning, good afternoon, good night, everybody. This is Bafo once again with a new podcast. Okay, I know I'm doing... St- I am doing a bunch of random things right now, and I have been busy AF for the longest time. So, this is going to be a fandom one. A fandom podcast that... <laughs> okay, let me start off with... I am into a lot of fandoms. A lot. I don't actively um, talk in the community, but I have, like, you know, converse with actual people in real life about them and, you know, fangirl, hardcore, ships, everything. Fred fanfiction, like, all that. Hardcore fangirl. Hardcore fanboy. Hardcore both. Now, the fandom I'm going to particularly be taking on is Homestuck. Now, Homestuck's huge. It has a lot of pages. Like, a lot of content. So if you have not seen, read, or even heard about Homestuck, then let me give you a brief explanation of what it is. Homestuck is a web series known as comedy at first first and goes more dramatic and more dramatic later on but its main essence is a comedy that is established so the writings if you have a very bad vernacular that means if you do not know a lot of big words then you're gonna be you're gonna need a dictionary or a thesaurus right next to you at all times because honestly I did (laughs) it sucked but It starts off really slow. And it's okay, because, you know, a story needs to introduce its characters and its setting and theme and everything else. Which, a lot of stories have to start slow. It can't just jump right into the action unless you know what's going to happen already. I mean, you have to establish an origin. So the story mainly follows a character by the name of John Egbert. But the four main characters are John Egbert, um, I'm trying to remember in what order you see them, or hear about them. Next person you actually see is Rose Lalonde. I might be pronouncing some of their names wrong, it's okay, because there is technically no established correct way in the fandom. Andrew Hussey's the one who made this comic this webcomic and it is on MS Paint and it's a it's very good I recommend so you go to John Egbert then Rose Wallon then Dave Strider then Jade Harley so huh though I will say that there's no distinct main character everybody's the main character And more characters and more heavy plot is introduced later on which I will I'm going to have to skip ahead. Now, this is spoilers for the rest of this thing. And I'm going to be talking about probably the two main characters that I believe are the most scarred in the whole series. You can fight me on this and I will gladly. Now, after this, it's spoilers. So you can bow out now or you can keep on trucking if you do not care for spoilers or you already know. Now, I'm going to argue for the kids. Um, You have the betas and the alphas. 
I'm going to be talking about how Dave Strider is one of the most scarred kids. Now, everybody knows Dave Strider is the cool guy and the established cool guy and irony master. And he's one of my favorite guys in the whole series. I'm a big Strider fan. And I like to make the case that he's the most scarred because... One, he sees his dead bro in the middle of everything. He had to live with this guy who would constantly make him fight at all hours of the day. And he had to find some silver lining, which he did through John Egbert and the rest of them. So, he didn't exactly have the best childhood. Now, I would also like to say that he's, since he's a knight of time, he keeps using time to fight. So he keeps seeing himself die. He knows or will see himself die in any time. And he is so careful of not letting piles of dead days pile up or even getting himself killed in the process because, you know, he wants to be the, air quotes, Alpha Dave. I mean, don't we all technically want to live in some degree? Besides you suicidal people who probably need some help. <laughs> but at least in some degree. So he really wants to live and he doesn't want to see his friends die over and over and I'm not quite sure if he retains the other memories of the dead Daves I'm pretty sure he doesn't which would be even more of an agonizing nightmare but he still has to see himself die and to think you have to come detached from that yeah so he has to get super depressed about it because if you want to live so badly and you keep seeing your dead body everywhere, then it's not going to play out well. And that also means that there are so many doomed timelines where he or his friends have died. Which has probably even further messed him up. And not to mention, now he's stuck on a meteor with trolls and his technically sister? And he's kind of, you know, everything he knew is kind of flipped on his head like the rest of them. And he's probably scared of his mind trying to make any sense of the situation. And that's scary for a 13-year-old kid. So, I would like to... So, his hat's in the ring for me for the most scarred kid. Now, the most scarred, I will say, troll. Now, I'm going with pre-scratch... I believe pre-scratch trolls, I believe they're called. Eh? The one from Alternia. I would like to throw Carcat. Not... Not Aridin, not Variska, not Terezi. Carcat. Here's the reason why. Ever since he was a little wiggler, wriggler, he's been scared of his blood type. He was saved somehow by society because of his blood type, which is, which is bright red. Technically human blood. 
And you know, that's called mutant blood. And he has to hide that from everybody. And it scares him to absolute death. So he's probably always on edge about not getting hurt. And I don't know if his loosest knows or what. So he's constantly on edge. And probably why he's always, air quotes, screaming. Now, he's the first one into the session. And, you know, he fights and everything. And he's okay with that. But he has to deal with everyone's drama and he's trying to pull them together. He's trying to give himself a sense of accomplishment as the leader. So he... And it doesn't quite work. After their set, he meets a guy, Jack Newire, who constantly stabs him. He, he deals with it. He just straight up deals with it. He's okay with it. He's okay with being stabbed. Because probably somewhere in the... He's like, don't look. But he knows that his society is built on fighting. He didn't want him to look, but he was okay with being stabbed, technically. <laughs> so, he kind of knew if someone saw, he would be killed. He was more scared about that than actually being stabbed. So his own blood type has scarred him for life. And even more, after his session and the whole thing with another Jack, you know, kind of killing a lot of them, and they escape to a meteor, there is some shit that goes down, which, if you recall, um, he knows Gamzee flipped out, uh, I don't think he ever knows that Tavros died. But he, but he sent Equius to go deal with Gamzee. And then he saw right in front of him... Um, Aridin kill not only Fefri and Solex, but also Kanaya. But, you know, Kanaya comes back as a vamp, rainbow drinker and everything... Okay, but he doesn't really kill Solex. It's kind of a half-and-half half kind of thing. It's weird. But to him, to his knowledge at the time, he has just seen him kill all of his friends, practically. He figures Solex is alive and accidentally knocks his teeth out. Kanaya comes back. And he sees, yet again, his friends fighting. And he knows Variska dies. And he knows that Equius and Nepeda are dead. And he knows a psychotic clown, Gamzee, is somewhere uh, probably gonna hurt them all again. Gamzee and him used to be best friends. Him and um, Aridin used to be pretty good friends. Him and Solex. Just everybody he... Oh yeah, also Aradia blew up. So, he's kind of watching his friends just die. He watches them die in front of him. 
people he has genuinely, genuinely care about. And yes, their whole civilization is built on technically fighting, but it's still people he cares about. So he really, he's gotta miss them. He's gotta be like tossing and turning at night. So that's my argument for the two most scarred people in Homestuck. Now, I would like to hear other people's opinion about that and whatnot. But that's my two cents on that. So, this one was short, but I had to get that off my chest because I've been watching a lot of fan of lyric stuff, fan-made stuff, and it really does make sense. So, this is Bob Bo signing off. Everybody, have a good day.